Welcome to the Paychex HR Leadership Series. I'm your host, Rob Parsons. I lead the content team here at Paychex, and we write extensively on a variety of HR topics, covering everything from HCM technology, to team engagement, to compliance with state and federal regulations. In this podcast, we speak with leaders and thinkers in the industry to provide our audience with the latest HR insights and information, and hopefully, more than a little inspiration. Joining me today is Allison Stevens, the Director of HR Services here at Paychex. Allison's team is comprised of nearly 600 HR professionals who are responsible for providing HR outsourcing services, including professional employer organization or PEO services to our clients across the US. Her career in HR and leadership spans 25 years in the professional services and HCM outsourcing industries. Allison, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Rob. Thanks so much for having me. It's awesome to be here. It's great. Um, And I'm looking forward to this conversation. We meet regularly with members of your team just to hear what's issues that are top of mind. It really helps us in our efforts to provide good content that is helpful uh, for the audience. Yes. This year, of course, COVID-19, that's been the consistent topic. But we have seen the specifics evolve and change from... When, when, when everything first started hitting to as we were adapting and changing. Um, what would you say you're seeing right now? Where are we at in this evolution of this new environment? That's a fantastic question, Rob, because things have continued to evolve and change, sometimes day to day, definitely week to week. And, you know, I think I would say right now that COVID-19 remains a pretext for the myriad HR issues that we see businesses facing. Um, What we see right now, I would say are three major topics, you know, kind of over that that HR umbrella, again, with that pretext of COVID-19. Leave management being a top issue, uh, employee relations, and then workforce planning. So things like remote work arrangements, um, furloughs, layoffs, et cetera. So, with leave management, you know, we're providing guidance to our clients right now on protected leave. Lots of questions about the Families First Act, FFCRA, educating our clients on what laws apply, right? There might be state laws, there, and certainly there may be federal laws. So making sure our clients are fully educated on all those considerations they need to have when making good decisions for their business. And then also providing consideration as to whether ADA or FMLA will apply. Um, in the particular issue that they might be facing. Yeah, I know we've seen a lot of action on the state level, um, particularly yes. in New York and California, California. Uh, regarding mm-hmm. leave. Yes, lots happening um, at the local level. So really important to keep our clients up to date on everything that's happening that might be affecting their business, particularly if they operate in those states. Um, but really, you know, as you know, we're seeing our clients asking tons of questions you know, from, from all states. Um, it's, a, it's really top of mind right now. The, the second is on the employer relations front. So we see our clients, you know, really looking for that strategic partner to help them navigate you know, some complex employer relations issues that they may not have faced before. Um, not that it's not familiar to them, but HR leaders, you know, really just have to look right now through different, potentially a different lens. Um, and we might be helping the most seasoned HR professional, but really making sure they're getting down to all of the details of the factors they might need to consider. And and again, leaning in, looking at those situations from multiple lenses. Um, We're really focused right now, as you know, Rob, on helping our clients and preventing them from making, you know, a poor decision or a costly decision. 
um, more important than ever to prevent that. So, you know, my team is really busy right now conducting, you know, that risk analysis and assessment of that situation so we can provide them with the best guidance on how to how to handle the most complex employer relations issues. What are some of the what are some of those specific issues that that you've been seeing things are that are, are maybe not new challenges, but more prevalent or just more more under the spotlight than before? Um, I think something that we've seen uh, that I was actually just talking to my team about yesterday that's the most prevalent is we are seeing a rise in questions from our clients, concerns from our clients on employee claims as they uh, bring employees back to work. Um, And there, you know, many businesses are faced with situations where they cannot bring everybody back, right? So they're bringing employees back at a limited basis. And then there are employees who are asking, well, why did you select this person over me. Um, and that is driving a lot of activity and questions from their employee base that they have to navigate. Um, so I would say that's a very prevalent issue that we're facing right now. Yeah, once again, the importance of objective criteria, documentation, and really being very thoughtful about how you handle these situations. Exactly. Um, I think the, the headline for all of the things I've described as it relates to those top HR topics is communication, right? Really effective communication, documentation, and as you said, you know, looking at things objectively, making sure you have all the facts. And then that last point you brought up, we were talking about workforce planning, workforce management a year ago because it was really hard to find talent. There was a real crunch now it's mm-hmm. a different ball game. We we we're still dealing with workforce planning challenges, but they're completely different now. They are, and now we're we are we've gone a full 360 degrees to you know workforce planning being more focused on employees preparing employees to return to work as we just covered remote work arrangements, right? So working with your employees who, if you can't bring your employees back to the workplace. Um, what are those remote, remote work arrangements that you might be arranging for your employees? And then also your employees might be asking for a remote work arrangement or a flexible work arrangement, right? So that whole idea of scheduling and planning, you know, particularly based on the type of industry you might be in, that's really important and requires a lot of precision and planning and communication, as I already you know, alluded to. For certain. And I know even just members of our own team have school-aged children, and we've had to just be flexible around those schedules because it's, it's, it's a new reality. Yes, um, it is. Right. And, and I think it's, we're back to school, right. We're only, you know, six weeks in to back to school, but there are so many variations into what does back to school mean, right? Many employees have children who are fully remote. So that impacts their remote work arrangement, right? For the entire family, sometimes everybody balancing sort of who's doing what and when inside your home. Um, the second is, you know, those employees whose children are going back in a hybrid arrangement, but perhaps it's not a full day. You know, I know some of my own employees, their children are in school just a few hours. So, you know, they're not, they have to sort of stop what they're doing. They have to get them, you know, get their children from, to and from school. And I've even heard, you know, going to school, my, my son um, is fully remote. So I actually feel somewhat lucky that I don't have to navigate the long lines of dropping your child off at school right which is a factor now you know particularly as you're starting your day so there's just so much that has gone into return to work return to school um you can really see how those are those are colliding right now and impacting how companies make decisions when it comes to hr for certain and and when we spoke a few weeks back you talked even about 
we're at a very interesting tipping point here that that there's some decisions being made around about staying distributed or even thinking about long-term changing how we handle work and handle these these uh, remote distributed work arrangements. Right. Uh, we did talk about that. And, you know, it's interesting. I was going back and taking a look at the, the Pulse of HR survey that we did at Paychex just a few months ago, right? And there we found among small businesses, 55% of the companies we surveyed you know, plan to allow or require employees to work remotely. Um, and then at the same time, we saw just over 40% of those same respondents, you know, see more flexible work schedules becoming a permanent change to their work environment. So, you know, it's a really, really big topic right now. Um, there, you know, I, I was saying, I was talking to employees who have children in school and sort of, you know, what that means. Um, but then there's also, you know, I've talked to some employees this past week whose, you know, elder children uh, are in college and actually contracted COVID while at college. And that brings a whole new level of stress to the parent, mm -hmm. right? So while that's not necessarily affecting your remote work arrangement, it's sort of affecting your outlook on, you know, how you might approach your, your thinking and your own personal situation as it relates to returning to the workplace or staying, you know, in that, that remote work arrangement. That separation of professional and personal lives got, got really blurry. It did. It did. And I think businesses are, are faced with really important decisions right now that, that may not be clear right this minute, right? They, they have to consider, you know, the safety of their employees. And if they're considering a return to work, they have to have a solid plan, right? Making sure their safety protocols are tight. And again, you know, I, I, I will sound like a broken record. I'm going to put that disclaimer up that, you know, communication is key. If they're not communicating regularly and often with their employees around what those plans are, I think that also lends itself um, to potential challenges on how you um, manage and affect the, the employee engagement of your, your employees, right? To make sure that they know what's happening, what to expect. So as you said, they're, they're thinking about the personal, they're thinking about the professional, and they themselves can make good decisions on what, where they're going to go next as it relates to, you know, making a decision of returning to the workplace or, you know, making a request because they do require a flexible work arrangement based on what their personal situation might be right now. It's very, it's very confusing. For certain. And, and I imagine there's a whole technology layer that comes into play. I mean, it's six months ago, you and I would have been in the studio recording this face-to-face. -face, and today we're on a Zoom meeting. Right. Um, and that's kind of the norm. Are there some HR-related technologies? Or have you seen some things in the technology space that can help some of these decisions? Or at least uh, what our listeners need to be thinking about and considering as they're planning the future of work and how they want to manage these different situations? Yeah, that's a, a great question, Rob. And, and I'm, I see two areas of focus as we talk about, you know, HR technology and how it supports that increasing shift towards remote work, right, as one example. So, you know, the first is, is self-service. You know, at Paytex, right, we're making sure that our clients are prepared for the trend with our mobile-first Paytex Flex platform, right? We allow for managers, employees to make over 25 self-service transactions inside the Flex platform through their mobile devices. So they can customize screens, they can allow online access for different types of users, they can you know, administer self-peer, manager, self-service options, all those different variations based on what works for their business. They can create those workflows. So again, they're kind of taking, HR professionals can now take 
those task-related, kind of heavy task-related actions, they can now be automated, leveraging technology so that HR professionals and leaders can focus on the more important tasks at hand, which is, of course, as we talked about, focusing on your employees' well-being and communicating with them often. Um, and then the second is maintaining a consistent culture of that feedback and connection. So again, we have a feature at Paychex Flex, in Paychex Flex called HR Conversations that enables digital employee dialogue, right? So allowing managers to track employee interactions, maybe using it as a way to check in and pulse and see how they're feeling. So, so much opportunity right now as it relates to leveraging technology, again, to really ensure that our, our, our leaders, our HR leaders are able to focus on what's important right now. And sit more in that strategic um, place in leading their, helping to lead their business versus managing multiple tasks right now. That's, that's got to make a huge difference, automating as much as you can, pushing capabilities down to, to, to employees and to managers. Um, there's got to be a level of engagement there that gets driven when, when people do have more control of their, their payroll and their retirement and their benefit selection. I mean, it really makes a lot of sense to have an HR platform that, that lets people participate more actively. Absolutely. And I think, you know, you and I could probably agree that right now, like the thing we crave most is feeling a sense of control, right? So having that ability to make changes to your banking and your payroll um, elections, having that control of your 401k, you know, and being able to do it at a click of a button versus having to fill out paperwork or make a call. So really, you know, I think it lends itself, as you said, right, not just to leaders and HR leaders, but also to the employees and helps improve engagement so that they feel like they have choices and flexibility in how they manage uh, their, you know, their financial situation. So I know a big part of what you and your team do, Allison, is try to look ahead. So I'm going to ask you to peer into your crystal ball a little bit here. Say it's a year from now. It's uh, October 2021. What are HR leaders going to be focused on then? I feel like I need to get my imaginary crystal ball out. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, so, you know, I, I, I'm optimistic, Rob, I, I hope that, you know, we're, I hope that you and I have the chance to have another conversation uh, together in person um, a year from now. Uh, but, you know, I think in general, I think we're going to continue to see a trend and a focus towards what is the future of work. When I think about that topic, I just think of so many more conversations uh, and insights related to how are teams going to be organized, right? Are we going to start to see and make different decisions around, you know, how teams are organized, how they're led? Um, you know, we just talked about flexibility. And so how will flexible work arrangements, you know, will they stay more of a permanent feature? I was just thinking about this the other day, like will flexible work arrangements actually be, you know, that key benefit, if you will, of how, employers are going to attract employees to work at their company um, because I don't, I don't know that we're necessarily going to not be thinking um, about, you know, how we work and where we work. I think flexible work arrangements are going to continue to be prevalent in the conversation around HR and leadership. Um, I think also many people are taking stock of what's important right now. So from an HR perspective, how can we retain our best employees, employee engagement and well-being, making sure your employees are taken care of, that you're really leaning in uh, to check in, make sure they have what they need, give them the avenues and the communication pathways 
to be able to communicate when they do need something or when they even just have a question and want that, you know, that assurances that, that they have the support that they need. So I really think that the focus will continue to be on our employees, engage, making sure that they are fully engaged. And as from a leadership perspective and an HR leadership perspective, that we continue to communicate with our employees in the best ways possible. I, I recently read too, there's, there's some anticipation that the, the gig economy uh, that, that we were hearing a lot about last year may actually be accelerated uh, that we may be evolving because it enables us to be more flexible, more nimble, more agile, really pulling in experts who are running their own, they're running their own lives. They're not uh, beholden to a single employer. They are conducting their businesses remotely and, and being available to help a business anywhere across the country. And likewise, your talent pool now can come from anywhere around the country. Have, have you heard and, and, and thought about that? I have, and it's really interesting because this notion of flexible work arrangements, you kind of take away the work arrangement and just the notion of flexibility, right? That you can find a talented, you know, from my perspective, right, we're constantly seeking HR professionals, right, who want to come and work at Paychecks and, and come, you know, work with us to deliver both best practices and HR advice and effective recommendations to our clients. Uh, and have that variability and the opportunity to really get to know and learn and talk with so many different businesses across the United States. So yes, you know, I'm starting to think about where will my talent pool come from? Um, and, and where are, you know, it, will I really need to be making decisions about geography when in fact now that whole flexibility and leveraging technology um, is not just about leveraging HR technology, but just leveraging technology period and how you can now get to a customer, get to a client um, so much faster because you're able to connect right in. We can, you know, have a call, a video call with a client um, and very quickly, you know, see them in, in person um, on the screen <laughs> and be able to communicate with them just as effectively. So, you know, we're really looking into, you know, what are those considerations around what's our, what is the future way that we communicate effectively? What's that methodology that's going to make sense, not just for, for my business, but for businesses, of, you know, across the United States of, of all types and industries. It's fantastic. It really is interesting. It, it does make me hopeful that we're going to see a lot of change, but it'll be a lot of change for the better. Exactly. So any parting thoughts for our listeners? Anything the, the, the HR professionals and people concerned about their workforces, um, any thoughts you have just being uh, you know, so experienced in the industry and, and having been there and done that? My, my parting thought you know, to HR leaders and business leaders out there is that you're, you're not alone. Um, here at Paychecks, we have an incredible network and rely on each other for insights. You know, you said at the top of the call, right, the collaboration between our teams has been incredible. And I'm so grateful. I've so enjoyed getting to know members of your team um, and just to watch all of the great content and the great work they've done. Uh, that partnership is something that I know I'm immensely proud of. Um, engage your network. I've spent a lot of time doing that over the past several months and have found it to be fantastic to expand my network, not only inside Paychex, but also outside. In fact, just last week, I had a Zoom call with um, some colleagues of mine that were, that I worked with in my first job right out of college. 
And, you know, it was wild to be talking to my first boss <laughs> ever <laughs> um, and just listening and hearing to what everyone's doing right now and just, you know, making those connections again uh, was, was awesome. But also, you know, getting to know others in the HR industry. Um, I've had the opportunity to, you know, have some conversations with Steve Bowes. Um, and Trish McFarlane, who are friends of Paytex, and that's been a, a really fantastic opportunity as it relates to to expanding my network. Um, lastly, I've listened, been listening to a lot of podcasts. <laughs> I've become a podcast junkie, <laughs> and I've, it is. I've learned so much. Um, I've learned so much. You know, our Paychecks podcasts are fantastic, but I've you know just listened to a ton of business podcasts and you know others just to you know kind of escape and listen to something funny and entertaining. So, you know, my parting thoughts are make sure you find some time for self-care, things that, you know, you can do to have fun, whether it be exercise, relax, listen to a podcast, listen, you know, watch your favorite TV show. Um, self-care is, is just as important as anything right now, I think is, as I, you know, provide some of my parting thoughts to, to the audience today, Rob. I think that's great advice, Allison. I think that's something we can all pay attention to. Uh, thank you so much for joining the podcast today. This was a great conversation. Thanks, Rob. It was so much fun to join you. This podcast is property of Paychecks, Inc., 2020, all rights reserved.